0: Sometimes we take a look in the mirror and think, "Ah, God would never accept me. I mean, I I can't just wander up and pray to him. Ah, That'd never work. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and it's great to be back with you again. Today on the program, we're going to be taking a look at prayer from a different perspective. Whenever I speak with people about praying, you know, one of the most common reactions I get is this, "Uh, I'm not good enough. No, I'm just not good enough. That person over there, well, she probably would be. And that one over yonder there, well, yeah, I think he would be. But not me. You see, you don't know me. I, I mean, the things I've said and done and, no, I just couldn't bowl up to God and start praying. That's your reaction. In one sense, you'd be right but in another, completely and utterly wrong. Because on the one hand, God is a perfect or holy God. And, and we all fall well and truly short of that. But on the other, he knows that. And that is why he sent Jesus Christ, his son, to die for us, to, to pay for all that falling short that we do, so that we can have free access to him. Jesus, it turns out, is the key. God is having a party, and it is come as you are. Now, when, when musicians, when, when someone who, who sings songs, you know, when they, they play a song that people like, people love that. I play that one again. When someone like me who tells stories tells a story that someone's heard before, people say, well, oh, I think I heard that story before somewhere. So I'm sorry. If you've heard this story that I'm about to share with you, be humble, sit down and enjoy it with me. But I'm going to share a story that I've shared before because it's a good one. It goes back a few years when I went to Government House in Australia where the Governor-General lives. At the time, he was Sir William Dean. The Governor-General is the Queen's representative and the head of state. Doesn't have a political role, has a constitutional role. Anyway, Sir William Dean is a great guy and he's a Christian and I asked him to do a radio spot for me and he said yes. So I drove to this beautiful old place called Yarralumla, that's where Government House is, just outside the national capital, Canberra. And when you get there, you drive down this beautiful street with all these trees, when you get there, there are two gates. The one on the left is like the the staff or what I call the servant's entrance. The one on the right, that's the formal entrance where, where presidents and kings and queens and prime ministers drive up to Government House. So... I'm driving along in my car, had a sort of burgundy-coloured car, and I'll drive up and I think, mm, I'll go to the left-hand one. I went to the left-hand one and the security guard said, oh, Mr Diamond, we're expecting you. No, no, could you please go to the main gate? So I go to the main gate and it glides open effortlessly. And I drive up this huge sweeping driveway that presidents and kings and queens have driven up. And I look on the bonnet of my car and blow me down. There is a big bird plop. <laughs> right in the middle of the bonnet. And all the way up, I'm thinking, oh, if only I'd washed my car. And you get there, and James, the butler, who had been the butler for 38 years, opens the door and ushers me in. And all the time, I'm thinking, oh, if only I had washed my car. I was so self-conscious. And then Sir William Dean came, and I met the man, and he is the most humble and delightful human being you would ever care to meet. He almost made me feel as though he was the one who was honoured by me being there. Now, he, he's a small man, he's not a tall man, but in my eyes and in my heart, he's huge in stature. He didn't give a toss about whether or not I'd wash my car, and I'm sure he didn't even notice. He even invited myself my wife and my daughter back the next day to have a wander around the grounds. Incredible. It's a great picture. It's one that I'll never forget because he was so not what I expected. And over the years, I've discovered it's exactly the same with God. He he looks straight past our spots and blemishes and stains to our hearts. He just takes us the way we are. He can because of Jesus, because Jesus paid the price. When you and I put our faith in him and what he did on the cross, you and I are wiped clean. When we just believe, when we just put our faith in Jesus and that cross, We have open access to God. Have a listen to the huge, eloquent, well-structured, articulate prayer of faith prayed by the first person who ever went to heaven because he believed in Jesus. It was one of the criminals who was crucified along Jesus. Now, one of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at Jesus. He said, aren't you the Christ, the Saviour? Go on, save yourself and us. But the other criminal on the, on the other side, there were two criminals crucified either side of Jesus. The other one, the second one, rebuked the first one. He said, don't you fear God. You're under the same sentence as this Jesus. Now we're being punished justly. We're getting what we deserve. But Jesus hasn't done anything wrong. Then this second criminal says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. You know what Jesus said? He answered him. He said, I tell you the truth. Before today is over, You will be with me in paradise. Here's this criminal, about to die. He has nothing he can possibly give to Jesus. Nothing he could possibly do for Jesus. You and me, we wouldn't have given him a prayer. But that's all he had, and that's all it took. From his cross to Jesus' cross, out of his pain, about to die, he says just a little simple sentence, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. A few short words. You know what they were? They were a prayer of faith. Here was a man who was so low, who was dying because he'd broken the law. He couldn't do anything for God. He was so low, just looking at Jesus and speaking a few words in faith. And Jesus answers him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. When are we finally going to wake up that that's what prayer is, a simple step of faith, right from where we are, God's having a party, it's come as you are, and the key is Jesus, a simple faith, and all my yuck is paid for on that cross. I can come to God through that faith in Jesus in my time of need. And that's exactly the way God sees it. See, it's not just me talking this, this is how God sees it. Later on in the New Testament, in the book of Hebrews, it's kind of towards the end, chapter 4, verse 14, he says something like this, Jesus isn't just some God in heaven. He's walked in our shoes. He's been through every trial, every temptation that we have to deal with. So he gets it. He understands. He understands exactly what we're going through. And because of that, we can come boldly before the throne of grace with a quiet confidence that we'll find grace and mercy just in time to meet our every need. He gets it. I love that phrase, come boldly before the throne of grace, because it means we're putting our confidence in Jesus, not in us. I want to share with you a phone message that came from a listener that I received just the other day, and it says it all. He said this, I'm only a new Christian, and I've been with the Lord probably about 10 weeks, and I'd been going great guns. And then I had a night when I went out drinking, and I told my friend I wasn't sure if I could be a Christian anymore. I felt real terrible about it. And I thought I'd really blown this whole thing with God. And it's only when you came on the radio tonight that I realised that that's why Jesus died for me. I want to say God bless you guys and thank God for his grace. God bless you, man. It was really awesome tonight. That's what happens when we finally come to grips with the fact that it's through Jesus that we come to God. And that's why we can come and pray. That's why we can sit down boldly before God, before the throne of grace, and say, You know, God, I blew it today. I need your help. Prayer is an awesome thing. God is having a party. It's come as you are. And the only reason it's like that is that when we put our faith in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross we have open access to God. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power